0: Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Clashing Sabers Network.
1: Here we go again. Chewing. we're home. I bypassed the compressor. You are the
2: chosen one. Something truly
1: special. Congratulations, you are being rescued. Revenge is not the Jedi way. I am no Jedi the ability to speak might not make you intelligent but we're gonna try to prove otherwise this is a special edition of the clashing sabers podcast not just because i have mark and adriana here with me guys say hello hello Hello. but i have and you know what i'm gonna start it off this way and i don't even care i'm gonna wave this flag my hero miss harrison doula vanessa marshall is on the episode with us
2: Hello,
1: hello, Vanessa. I cannot tell you how exciting it is for for us to have you on the show. Um, And I know Mark and Adriana will will share their love for Hera in just a second. But I collect Funkos, and my oh, nice. Yeah, and my future mother-in-law last Christmas got me a Harrison Dula bobblehead. That is like one of my pride and joy. Bobbleheads, uh, Funko Pops, and I was almost in tears. And then this Christmas, I'd been really wanting a Game Boy because I wanted to go old school. And you're not going to believe this: I got an old Game Boy, and my fiance found Rebels stickers to go on a Game Boy that went out of production years ago.
0: What?
1: Yes, so I have the whole family on on uh, on my Game Boy, so it's pretty Uh, cool.
0: I would marry her tonight. I mean,
1: yeah, (laughs) right. Pretty much, awesome. She is pretty much the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah. You,
0: you scored. scored.
1: (laughs) So, uh, I I did have to before we really get into the meat of the episode. I am under strict orders to give you a hello and what's up from Lindsay and Drew, our other members of the Clashing Sabers Network.
0: Ah, well, hopefully we'll all meet again, and we can do this, and we can all, you know, coordinate. So tell them, give them uh, an equal shout-out, and uh, the, I won't say anything other than I'll talk to them soon. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> that would be awesome. So uh, we're just going to kind of go ahead and uh, get started because we know that you have uh, some other obligations, and we, and we want to respect your time. So, Mark, I'm going to toss it over to you to kind of introduce uh, yourself as a, a fan of Hera and Rebels, and then start, we'll start asking questions.
3: Okay. Yes. Uh, hi, Vanessa. This is Mark.
2: Hey there. Hey. um, Yeah,
3: so uh, kind of going off of what Brandon was saying about his Hera figure, uh, I was collecting the Disney Infinity figures, and I I was able to get every one except for Hera because they stopped making them before they released Hera. And so that's always been very disappointing to me that I could not complete my my collection with that one figure. Well, Um,
0: I've heard that there's some guy, uh, I think he was at Fan Expo in Toronto, who makes those? Oh, I know. I mean, I'm sure it's not sanctioned, uh, but I think he's a fan who had the same experience and decided to make his own. And um, he had them at the convention. So That's
3: fantastic. I'm going to have to Yeah, to
0: hunt you might him need, down. I mean, I can ask my friend who texted me from the event and said, "Hey, check this out." Um, but I'm I'm uh, I'm not sure that he didn't give me a name or or how to contact him. But I'm sure you could find it.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. That will start, anyway. I'll start looking for, for him immediately. <laughs> cool. so, so my question, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, your experience in the voice acting industry and how it compares to your experience on Star Wars Rebels. So it seems like whenever I would see any at featuring the cast of Rebels or seeing you together on stage at panels, it seemed like there was a very family atmosphere with all of the cast members. And I wanted you to talk about whether that was a unique experience, and if if that was the experience, how does that affect how you interact with your fellow actors in the studio?
0: Well, uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, every cartoon sort of has its own vibe, and it was interesting. Um, when we all came together, we were so humbled to be in the room with... The folks from Lucasfilm and and Disney that sort of universally, we all kind of um, fangirled and fanboyed out, <laughs> and uh, and it, it we bonded through that experience uh, in a way that, you know, I, I only have had a, a similar experience when I did uh, Spectacular Spider Man um, a while back when I played Mary Jane. That cast we were all huge Marvel fans and. We're so all about making sure that we got the story right and Peter Parker right, and um, and I'm still friends with those people. Uh, But it, like I said, each each uh, show has sort of its own vibe. I'm, believe it or not, really (laughs) very close with my castmates from The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Uh, I played Irwin in that, and uh, I just did a convention with Gray DeLisle, and it's as if we never stopped talking. I mean. Um, the animated series have a real way of, uh, it's almost like going to a different summer camp, you know, and in five minutes you guys feel like your best friends and then the show's over and you just never, they, they're like your distant cousins that every time you see them, you just pick up right where you left off. Um, you know, and other, other shows, uh, that I've guested on, they don't seem as cozy, you know, and it's not that they're not welcoming me into the fold. Like sometimes it they're just, they're not, I don't know. They're just not into it or I, I'm, I'm not sure. So it's not always the case, but uh, I've been very lucky uh, when I did guardians of the galaxy. Um, boy, were we just a motley crew. We had the best time. Oh man. Wow. I don't know how we did it, but we managed to eat more food and play around <laughs> and, and finish early. I mean, it's really that that old adage of like work hard and play hard. I, that's basically what we did. We were nuts. I mean, break dancing. We were in. <laughs> truly, and um, but I I will never forget that. And I still I'm sort of the cheer. Maybe I really am a lot like Hera, but in the different casts that I'm in, I get everybody together. You know, like I'll I have my guardians dinners, and I'm like, "What's up, people? Let's do this. Let's eat." And that's uh,
3: that is very Hera
0: like. Yeah, it's funny. Dave Filoni calls me uh, the Lucasfilm Alumni Association president because <laughs> I, keep, I keep putting all these huge dinners together and like uniting people and and uh, I don't know. I just I think it's really special when when you have people in your life that you value. It's important to make time, and uh, you know, it's just a dinner. It's really not a big deal, but I think it those connections are important and deserve to be maintained. So. Anyway, it doesn't always happen, but when it does, um, it's really special. And as you said, uh, it's very unique. Uh, You know, like the vibe of Spider-Man is different than the vibe of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is very different to uh, the Rebels experience. So,
3: Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to Adriana, and she's going to ask her question.
2: Awesome. Hi. (laughs) Hey there. How are you? I'm really excited. Um, Cool. My... My story is a little bit different. I was not into watching Rebels uh, when it first premiered, um, and it wasn't really until I started reading uh, the new canon books, and I really, really got into New Dawn by John Jackson Miller. Mm-hmm. And so I read that, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I love her! I love Kanan! I I need to start watching the show." And so I ended up binge watching it, and uh, and then I started watching, or uh, like. And the first two seasons, and then season three and season four, I had to wait for those. And that was, oh, that was yeah. terrible, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> was, that's a game changer. Yeah. Yep. Um, so my question is kind of related to, uh, well, it's not kind of, it is. Um, so did you read New Dawn? And did it end up influencing how you uh, chain, um, how you played Hera in the later seasons? Definitely.
0: Yes. I love that book as well. Um, it was really, I wanted to know more about Hera's backstory in terms of uh, meeting Kanan and recruiting him and sort of auditioning him for that role, if you will. And um, I had so much respect for her. She almost, almost, almost. And I, I, when you said that you didn't watch Rebels, my first question to you was going to be, were you a Clone Wars fan at all? Were you? Uh-
2: Um, you know what, I, I I watched some of it and then it wasn't until I watched Rebels that I was like, okay, okay. I need to go back and and watch the animation. What I was going
0: to (laughs) say is that Hera reminded me of Asajj Ventress a little bit insofar as she could sort of linger in the background. And then, you know, when she hooked up with Ahsoka, uh, at sort of the tail end there, she, Hera was in the shadows a lot in that novel, um, and, uh, and also, you know, kicking butt, uh, no spoilers, but um, she definitely uh, does a lot of what, what Hera does, which is, you know, fight for the people who can't fight for themselves. But um, yeah, I learned so much uh, from that book and it definitely impacted me. And I kept telling Freddie to read it. I don't think he ever did. Um, I, I just was like, oh, you've got to read about this guy's swagger and, you know, sort of who he was before all this and why he would be that way. And, you know, uh, given that his Jedi training didn't really pan out for him, et cetera, but, um, or did, was incomplete. But uh, anyway, yeah, I love that book. It definitely helped me have a better sense of Hera's ability to discern who is worthy of being in the rebels crew and, um, it just made me feel more at home playing her.
2: I love so awesome. that book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: probably read that yeah. book like five times. It was like,
2: <laughs> I, Same. C- yeah. I
1: celebrated the day that came out. Cause it was like the first book in the new Canon. It was monumental. Uh, yeah, and I remember like driving to Barnes and Noble after work to go in and it was like a religious experience. And then To meet a character like Hera, you know, who who I just absolutely fell in love with from the beginning, uh, was super special. And that first season of Rebels, ironically, was actually my first year of teaching also. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was super cool. And, of course, I have a Star Wars-themed classroom because how else do you educate children? Uh, Sure. And so, but I actually watched the episodes with, uh, with my kids. And it was really exciting to see kids of that age get excited about Star Wars, especially when, like, a character like Darth Vader walks in at the end of season one. So what kind of is, like, I guess the coolest fan story you have of somebody, like, experiencing, whether it's Hera in particular or Rebels overall? What kind of sticks out to you there?
0: Well, about 12 come to mind. Uh, uh, I mean, um... Well, when I went to Star Wars Weekends for the first time, um, there was a woman, Allison Berrios, who um, has a business on Etsy called Cosplay for Jedi, and you can get um, uh, Leku and all sorts of things for all your cosplay needs in the Star Wars universe. But anyway, she was waiting in line, and Rebels hadn't even come out yet, but she had made me a set of Leku you know, the brain tails, and she waited outside in the you know night cold I don't know how cold it gets in Orlando Florida but I certainly wouldn't want to sleep outside and she waited outside to give me this gift when she got my autograph the next day and I mean she didn't know me from anybody and I could not stop crying because I couldn't believe that someone would be so thoughtful and generous and committed to the franchise you know to like (laughs) wait outside overnight and I'm still friends with her to this day um and her son's a huge fan of Billy and Mandy. And every time he sees me, he's like, what's up, yo? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was the first fan experience that I had had. But there have been like a billion um, that that have just left such a, a mark on my heart. Uh, you know, not the least of which is the number of letters that I get from fathers who thank me for playing uh, such a strong female character that their daughters can look up to. And um, I did uh, an article for the Star Wars Insider about all the letters that I got from fathers who were suddenly able to take out all their old action figures and and play with them with their daughters, and you know along comes Hera and Sabine, uh, these two female characters that their daughters, you know, dress up as for Halloween, et cetera. Um, it, it was just such a, a really uh, special thing that they could do as a family uh, that they didn't have prior to Rebels coming out. So um, that has also been really sweet to witness, um, you know, that, that the show would bring families together in that way, and particularly fathers and daughters, and that the daughters would have these sort of uh, female icons, if you will, to look up to and, and sort of uh, use as role models. That was really special as well.
3: Uh, so yeah, listening to you talk about how much Hera means to you, um, I was just curious. Um, were you able to give input in the writing process at all in regards to what what Hera might might or might not say, or were you, were you able to provide that in the recording sessions? Like how much um, in, input? Well, did I you would have?
0: never, I would never deign to uh, tell them what to do, <laughs> but <laughs> um, because I was always just blown away by everything they came up with. Uh, There was one time when Dave Filoni texted me, would Hera ever use her native accent? And I texted back only if she was angry, Uh and then I never heard from him again, so I had no idea what he was talking about. And then when we did that scene where her father, he said, hey, do you remember when I texted you about her accent? I said, yeah. And he said, you remember what you answered? I said, yeah. And he said, do the scene again. So we did it, and uh, she was angry, so we did it with the accent, and that's the take that they ended up using. Um, so that, you know, he, he asked me what I thought. Would she ever do that? And, you know, he took my answer and then utilized it in terms of how he directed the scene. So I never volunteered anything, but when asked a question, I provided my sort of gut instinct And then he incorporated it, which really is, uh, you know, evidence of what a great director he is, that he trusts the actors and um, yet is still able to guide us to places that we didn't even know we knew about.
3: Yeah, that that was an interesting question for him to come to you and ask you your input as to whether she would or would not do do such a thing. So that does show that that he does care what you guys think about the characters.
0: Absolutely. Now, Freddie provided tons of feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie <laughs> was trying to get darth vader to kill him <laughs> you know he is an, a, a bionic star wars fan
3: mm-hmm. so
0: you know i i and not i am as well but i'm more tongue-tied about it in the sense that i would never deign to tell lucasfilm anything other than thank you <laughs> and uh but Freddie. <laughs> Freddie just was like, No man, I gotta die. It's gotta be Vader, man. It's gotta be a big with Vader.
3: Death <laughs> about Darth Vader. It's yeah. yeah. That's that's like the Bologna, way to
1: go out.
0: Bologna would sort of roll his eyes and say, like, thanks for sharing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Freddie never is afraid to share his opinion. Like we've gotten into nope. debates on Twitter. It's great.
0: Oh no. Yeah, no, that guy does not apologize. Sometimes I ask myself, what would Freddie do? <laughs>
2: <laughs> For real, he
0: doesn't care. He, I mean, philosophy. in the best way possible, he owns his power and he's just, he's a—he's oh, such a cool dude. Yeah. I, it's so refreshing. You know, you, you really get the truth from that guy and it's, uh, you know where you stand and, and it's, it's terrific. No games, just just direct communication. It's it's awesome. Yeah, and I do think that Dave asked him a lot of questions uh as well. So I think he provided a lot of feedback that was actually uh called for and definitely impacted the way uh the story came to a close. And um once again, that just shows you what a great director Feloni is that he would ask and listen.
3: Okay, well I'm going to hand it off to Adriana again.
2: All right. Uh, so my next question is dealing with the hypotheticals. Um where where do you think Jason is what would he be in the fight against the First Order? Would Harris still be in the fight against the First Order like what do you think?
0: <laughs> I have no clue. I have no clue. I think about it all day long. <laughs> Oh, I really not I, alone. <laughs> no, I, I really do, and I'm just i I cannot tell you how much I really, really hope and pray that they tackle these questions. I can't I really I, I, it's like I would never even try to guess because I'm pretty certain that whatever whatever story is worked out already in in feloni's mind, and i'm I assume that there is one, it's probably far more vast than anything I could speculate. And you know, i'm I just can't wait till, if that happens, I will be thrilled to find out the answer. Um, and I have said before that, you know, I campaigned to bring Plo Koon back from the dead. And uh, he's one of my favorite Jedi from uh, the Clone Wars. I, I love Plo Koon and uh, Filoni gave a resounding no. Mm. And I, even George Lucas said that Plo Koon is gone. And I like moment of silence, Mm. but when asked about, well, are we ever going to see this story? Where's Ahsoka? Where's, um, Sabine, you know, who's Jason, uh, where's Ezra? He doesn't really answer. And, and in that silence, it's not a no, you know what I mean? So I have a feeling that on, on some level, whether it's a comic book or a novel or, um, You know, another animated series or maybe even a live action series. I hope that on some level we'll we'll get the answers to these questions and it'll be really satisfying in whichever genre it happens to land. I have no idea, Um, but I'm I'm very hopeful uh, because I haven't heard a resounding no. So (laughs) I will just keep my little candle lit here by the window.
1: (laughs) Keep asking (laughs) until you get a no. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. No, no. I'm not asking ever again. I ask, (laughs) I'm not not forcing it. I'm just, I, I haven't, I haven't heard anything that sounds like a no. And so that doesn't mean it's a yes either, but, but no means no. So no means blow out the candle. Um, Plo
2: well,
0: Koon is gone. So there's that. But,
1: uh, <laughs> well, and you know, if it, Filoni says Plo Koon is gone, Plo Kuhn is really gone, right?
0: Yeah. Well, apparently he asked George Lucas the same question because, uh, he is also a Plo Koon fan. And it was actually, uh, Lucas himself who said, no, he is absolutely dead. So Filoni's never going to challenge that. So that's straight from the man's mouth, you know. So, anyway.
1: I mean, I mean, R.I.P. Plocoon. We need more Plo Koon content. <laughs> you can always go backwards, right? It's Star Wars. You can always go backwards. Mm-hmm. But speaking That's of, true. You know, with with going backwards, some. I mean, Rebels brought in some very significant characters from Clone Wars, and I mean, big players like Ahsoka and and Rex yeah. and stuff. Um, Woo. Yeah, right? Like even closed out some things that started in uh, Clone Wars. So yeah. what was kind of like the experience of those Clone Wars actors coming over and joining the, the Rebels team? Because it seems from interviews and, and from how the performances come off on screen that everybody really clicked.
0: Oh, OK. Well, first of all, uh, when I walked in and saw Ashley, I just started crying. I mean, I couldn't even play it cool. I was just like, <laughs> I literally started weeping and Flani was like, oh, brother. <laughs> and I just, you know, I thanked her. And I was like, when Ahsoka left the Jedi Order, I said, that moment is just indelibly, you know, etched in my heart till the end of time. And Dave was like, okay, we have to work, uh, you know. Um, and and she was so generous. She came and she brought all the cast members uh her universe sweatshirts, uh, you know, as a gift for the cast. I mean, I, I literally was like, where am I? Whose life is this? Like, what is happening right now? So, uh, like, on a very real level, I have so much respect for those characters. Um, having spent, you know, however many seasons with them that I did, and and uh, then to be able to interact with them, wow. You know, I mean, I think we all had that experience, you um, Again, the only one that I longed for was uh, uh, Plocoon, of course. But <laughs> even Asajj Ventress, I always had this fantasy that Asajj would. I was just curious if we were the highest bidder, maybe, maybe Asajj would join us because she, she might, she might get down with us. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, that final moment of season <laughs> one, where Ahsoka comes down that ladder, I just. Took my breath away. It was so moving.
1: And to hear you talk about like the the moment when uh, Ahsoka walks away, like personally for me and anybody who listens to Clashing Sabres knows this. It's like one of my most important moments in in literally my life. Um, yeah, because of the dude, impact. Hey,
0: so you understand what I'm trying to say. No, absolutely. I, it, it's like you, you, I will never forget that.
1: It was like a very – I was at a very – I was at one of those turning points in life of kind of like figuring out, you know, do you want to be what your family wants you to be or who you want to be? Yeah. And I, I didn't watch Clone Wars when it was first coming out, so this is just about four or five years ago after the Disney purchase. And so I binge-watched it. And to, to yeah. all of that emotion in one moment and to Ugh. see her walk away – I mean, she's my favorite character. She's part of the Clashing Sabers logo because of that very reason. Um, it is just that quiet strength, and it's cool to to hear like you talk about Ashley oh. because you know both of you are so amazing. But you know, the, the characters of Hera and Ahsoka in my eyes are very similar um, mm. in, especially in Rebels, because they just have that that calm demeanor, but they are always the one leading the room, but they don't need to be the flashy one leading the room, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. Definitely, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it it, it was sort of a dream come true, totally surreal and um, an honor to have them. And then, of course, when Rex came into the picture and Hondo, what? Oh, oh. You can't ever have too much Hondo. Oh my gosh. He would bring drumsticks to the record session and he would just drum between takes, you know, like on the mic stand, he would just like pitter patter and, you know, say the craziest stuff. Uh, I just, it was a, it was a circus with, uh, Cungs. he was, he was nuts. It was great. But my favorite moment was when, uh, Jason Isaacs came in for the inquisitor and now I'm not, I, I'm not really that burst in his work to the point that, you know, other people were hyperventilating, but I was like, Hey dude, how are you? Um, that guy came in, did the inquisitor. He opened up a closet that n- we had been there for, you know, a while, never thought to look in the closet in the recording studio. And he opened it and saw a miniature golf set. And in between takes, he put it out on the floor and then in between takes managed to golf like, you know, nine holes or <laughs> and, and he, would in every, he, just, he would hit it and it would go directly in the hole. And Freddie was like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, we all just sat back and watched. Like, have you ever seen an actor be a guest on an animated series and come in and not only own the room, but play golf <laughs> in between takes perfectly and then leave? What? It was crazy.
3: Did he take the golf set with him?
0: No, no. Was so funny. I saw him at a convention in Seattle and I was like, you remember that, right? And he's like, the lovely game of golf. And I was like, you are the only human being who has walked in that room and been curious about the closet and then proceeded to play a game in between. I mean, he really was the inquisitor. You know, he was just so confident and on his game that he could sort of play cat and mouse with all of us. In that way, it was it was pretty incredible. I mean, obviously, he wasn't in uh, The Clone Wars, but that was just sort of a, an interesting recording experience. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. Another hypothetical, uh, what dream project would you like to be called back for in order to either maybe possibly play her in a live action or to voice her again?
0: Either. I, I would be honored to do anything of the kind. I, I would be deeply honored. Um. I have a master's in acting from NYU and, um, you know, I was pursuing on camera acting and then I started to have so much success in voiceover that I decided to commit myself to it fully. And, you know, it's been a while since I've done on camera acting, but it's sort of like riding a bike, you know, um, I would, uh, I would love to get back into that. It would be a joy uh, to return to it in a way. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That would that would just be a, a total dream come true.
2: Do you do you have a preference? Like would you kind of wanna try the live action more because you haven't? Um
0: I, honestly I would be equally joyous to have anything further to do with Lucasfilm in <laughs> in any medium, you know. Um I'm I'm either which way I would be honored truly. Um you know, it it would be a different experience if it were on camera because it would be, you know, sort of a return to it. But either way, I know it would just be an honor and so much fun. So I, I, I don't have a preference. Any and all of them sound fantastic to me.
1: That's awesome. We all hope to see Hera again. And the possibilities are literally endless because she's still alive, Woo-hoo! last we know. Yeah. Uh, so, so to kind of wrap up here, we have some some rapid fire questions we like to go through just to kind of end it, end it on a, a super high note. So first and these are you, you can just answer them with a, a couple words or if you want to go more in depth, you're more than welcome to. Uh, which Star Wars movie did you watch most recently and why?
0: Let's see. I think it was Empire. And because I wanted to see the love scenes between Han and Leia again.
1: Always. It's, there's always time for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who is your Star Wars partner in crime or BFF? This could be uh, out of universe or in universe.
0: Uh, that would be Teresa Delgado uh, down in Austin, Texas. Uh, she's a part of Fangirls Going Rogue. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She, she she's my home
0: girl. She's my home girl.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> What would your Star Wars pet be?
0: Uh, maybe a pergle. Oh,
3: things awesome. Are nice. That's
2: nice. awesome! 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 <laughs> nice face. <laughs> nice. That is
1: that is not what I expected to hear, but I love it. I love it. All right. So, other than Hera, which Star Wars character would you let take over your Twitter account for a day?
0: Chopper yes oh Oh, my god the sass the sass would be Uh oh it would (laughs) be worth it it'd be worth it to surrender the account to that guy
1: so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go go off on on something else here did you know the whole time that dave was the voice of chopper or was he doing that separately and nobody knew
0: yes i did know okay
1: okay i've always kind of wondered that
0: And, uh, and, and was sworn to secrecy for four seasons. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) All
1: right. And then to, to round it out, what is your favorite Star Wars one-liner?
0: There is no try.
1: Oh yes. Very good. Those are all the correct answers. You got them right on your first try. Congratulations.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There there are so many.
1: Oh, it's, it's hard, right? Like anytime you ask a Star Wars question. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what movie is your favorite? I don't know. What I always say the one I'm going to watch next.
0: Exactly. That, that's the cool thing is that it can transform and, and you can change your mind. And as you get older, different things mean more. Yeah. You know, uh, as you were talking about Ahsoka, <laughs> even the order impacted you when you were trying to figure out what to do with your life. That might be very different than how you were and what you felt when you were watching, say, Phantom Menace you know, um, and why that meant a lot to you at a younger age or, or whatever it is, you know, um, so grateful that we can return to it at our different age ranges and, uh, they can come to mean different things, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and they, they kind of grow with you and, and transform as you are transforming also.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And they're always universal, you know, whatever whatever it is, it, it it applies and and unites us at the same time. Even though our reasons are different, I, I think that's what is so special about it. Uh, it's very healing in a way. Well, and it's super so. cool
1: for me. Like I'm a elementary teacher, and so I use Star Wars as a means to teach fiction. And just to, the beginning of every year is always the best, just because I get to see mm. those kids get excited about yeah. just the pure joy of Star Wars. They don't know what's going on on Twitter. Or, you know, what the scores for the movies are on Rotten Tomato or how much money they
0: make. <laughs> right, it's right, just, right, right, right. It's just
1: pure joy. That's awesome. So, well, That's great, man. It, it's, it's, it really is a blessing. And it always seems to come right at a time when, you know, somebody's yelling about something on Twitter. And I'm like, you know, I've got these, I, I've got 25 kids in these four walls who are super excited about Star Wars. So, who cares about anything else?
0: Exactly. That's great.
1: So we wanted to uh, thank you once again for taking the time to come on. This is a, a, a really fun conversation. and Hopefully you enjoyed yourself as well.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Uh, you want to go ahead and let people know like where they can find you and follow what you're doing and maybe any sure. future projects you can talk about?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm on Twitter at Van Marshall and my Instagram account is Vanessa Marshall 1138 Um, I, you, you can see me playing Wonder Woman in the new Harley Quinn series, uh, streaming on the DC service. Um, and of course, Black Canary in Young Justice that's ongoing, uh, and a really cool cartoon called Final Space, uh, Conan O'Brien's, uh, cartoon, it's on Adult Swim. I get to play the villain. Uh, called Invictus, and Invictus sounds like this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know,
0: know. so it was really something completely different, um, and uh, lots and lots of fun. So anyway, but there there are some cool projects coming up that I'm not able to say anything about, but if you come find me on Twitter, at Van Marshall, uh, you'll hear all about those lovely surprises coming down. Pretty, pretty soon, actually. So, um, life is good.
1: <laughs> Very exciting. So, as always, stay tuned to Vanessa Marshall's channel. And I'm sure uh, we will uh, be saying what you're up to on the network uh, pretty soon. Oh, or soon.
0: Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then we should try and figure out a time, maybe around Christmas when the movie is coming out, maybe we could all sort of flail together as a group. And if all of us can sort of be free at the same time, we could... We could either do like a post-movie oh, absolutely, freak out or a pre-movie freakout or, or some, some Christmas episode. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. I would
2: definitely make myself available I'm for like, that. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. do I need
1: to quit my job? Because I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, We should. Let's all – probably We probably could let's make that Let's just live at the movie theater and watch it on a constant loop. <laughs> That's kind of the plan. That's absolutely the yeah, plan. You and
0: me both. Christmas wasn't Christmas last year without that movie. It was weird, right? It's awful. Sorry. And I love Christmas. (laughs) Me too. It's my best friend's birthday in December, and every year we celebrate by going to the latest Star Wars movie. And last year it was, like, tragic. Tragic. It's going to be
1: brutal. Thankfully, I get on break, like, right after the movie comes out, so I'm going to be seeing it multiple times a day.
0: A billion times, yeah. Well, we'll have to rehash and sort of review or something. We'll figure it out. Definitely awesome, man. Definitely. Yeah, and, uh, another fun fan thing the people in uh, the charity group liningup.net. Um, I, I have become like besties with all those people, and every year, opening night at Man's Chinese Theater, uh, they raise money for various charities, and um, and we all get to see the movie Opening Night at Man's Chinese, and uh. Yeah. So again, it's like there's so many fan experiences that I'm just so grateful to have had. And and now I include you guys in my hashtag Star Wars family. So we will stay in touch. And uh, as more and more great content comes out, we'll we'll continue to enjoy it together. <laughs>
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So to Vanessa and to all of you listening, I'm going to close it out a little differently this time, but it feels right. May the force be with you.